The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. As the day was drawing to a close, the twelve approached him and said, Dismiss the crowd so that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms and find lodging and provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. He said to them, Give them some food yourselves. They replied, Five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about 5,000. Then he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about 50. So they did so and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing over them, broke them and gave them to the disciples to sit before the crowd. They all ate and were satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled 12 wicker baskets. The Gospel of the Lord. I kind of got distracted this morning. I was sitting with the fathers at breakfast, uh, four of us, and we realized that we've all lost our fathers. Father John, just as he was joining the seminary. Father Nicola, just after he joined the seminary. Father Stephen, just a, a month ago. And myself, about two and a half years already. And we've just finished celebrating a string of feasts, most of which I haven't been here to celebrate with you. Pentecost, Ascension, Trinity Sunday, today Corpus Christi, and Father's Day. So they're all kind of pouring into each other today. Jesus has a dream for each one of us. And in classical theological language, it's called God's most holy will for me. When my parents, in 1955, got to know each other for the first time, they knew immediately they would get married, and two years later they did. Sixty years would follow, with many ups and downs. When they realized that they were socializing a little bit too much and they had five little ones, they stopped. When they began to accumulate a certain amount of material wealth, they turned to God to help them direct it. They lived their lives with the Lord in the middle and felt his providential hand leading them through all those ups and downs. On dad's grave we have it written, pray, hope and don't worry. For mums we're still working on that. With seven boys it's hard to get a consensus. So, on this Father's Day, I invite all the fathers who are here to please stand. I have some questions for you. And I'm going to make it easy. Think back to your wedding day. Remember that answer you had to give? I do. Okay, that's all you need to know. Do you love being a dad? Do you want to be the best dad in the world? Do you want to get your family to heaven? Do you believe that the world needs your example as a father? And lastly... Do you love your wife as the most precious gift God has given to you? I do. 
She paid me a lot to say that one. <laughs> you may sit down. Okay, so let's go through the readings together and ask our blessed Lord to enlighten and challenge our minds. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread. And you are finishing off that phrase already. This is what made St. Paul possible to be St. Paul, apostle to the Gentiles. His capacity to undertake the hardest road was something we look at today, or we should, with awe and inspiration. He simply had no concerns except that the Lord Jesus would be proclaimed and given away. He lived for Jesus alone because Jesus was the food that gave him life. He didn't look back but always forward. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. What is there in St. Paul's writings that really strikes a chord with me? Do I go back and revisit those passages that move me deeply? Or... Do I let Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text, TikTok, and whatever else is out there keep me away from scriptures? Be careful. You may not have what it takes to finish your race. Facebook will not get you to heaven. And persevering to the end is the only eternal good that could come from a life well lived. It's not what we accumulate. It's not my successes, not the fame or prestige that people have for me. It's finishing the race. And St. Paul makes it very clear that for him, it was Jesus and Jesus in the Eucharist. And so... With the angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Words we know well from the Eucharistic prayer. We need to be in awe in the presence of God in this temple. For all of us, particularly me, we can grow accustomed to being in the presence of the Lord. The liturgy should lead us to contemplate Christ in all his resurrected majesty. How do I know if I am achieving this in my prayer life? Ask yourself, how close are you to Jesus when you are not in church? Do you have a deep encounter with the Lord in your personal and private prayer life? At home? On a plane, doing some gardening, or just contemplating the scenery. Give them bread, give them food yourselves. I can't convince you that you are receiving the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus. This is a pure gift from heaven. It is a gift that comes from your faith. It's not the eloquent preaching of the preacher or the extraordinary ability to write about Jesus in books. 
It's a pure gift from heaven that when you say, Amen, you are declaring, I believe. But we have entered times when this gift must be given away to our neighbors and acquaintances. We want to avoid being asked by a friend standing beside me as we await our final judgment. Why didn't you tell me? I was in the Auckland airport on my way home. Auckland is the first point of entry into New Zealand. Sunday morning, Ascension Sunday morning, and my brother Simon calls me and she says she's passing. So I said, okay, give me the phone. So I spoke my last words to mum, hung up, and 20 minutes later, she passed. 8.05. So I thought, okay, well, let's just use this time to pray. Got on my plane. Think, okay, I'm sure I'll just have a nice quiet seat, get a window seat. No one's going to bother me. So the guy next to me doesn't stop talking to me, (laughs) right? But it ended up being kind of providential. He figured out who I was because we're from the same town. But I've been away for 33, 35 years. So is he. But our fathers were acquaintances in the same business, in the stock market. So he figured out who I was. And and we had a really pleasant conversation going down. His father, who's 91, lives in the same facility or home that my mother was living in and my father. So guess who's waiting for him as we get off the plane? But his father, Mr. Wilson, who recognizes me and says, Oh, Father Peter, you've come to see Mari. I said, Yes, but she's passed, Mr. Wilson, because she had just passed that, uh, that morning. So he gave us this big 91-year-old man hug, right, and, and we left. So I went straight to the home where mom was living, and she was laid to rest. So I spent two hours with her and by her body, and we celebrated Ascension Sunday Mass with her body present, myself and my brother Simon. And afterwards, we walked out, and who's there sitting on the sidewalk but Mr. Wilson with his son, So I introduced Simon to his son and Mr. Wilson. And I said, Mr. Wilson, today is Ascension Sunday. So Mr. Wilson is a very devout, high Anglican, um, faithful man. And he says to me, Father Peter, let me tell you about Ascension Sunday. Every night, my wife and I sit down holding hands, and we contemplate Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Some takeaways. When our blessed Lord lived among us, he had an adopted earthly father. Jesus saw St. Joseph pray, watched him go up to the temple, and noticed how much he loved Mary. At the end of each day, we should be able to say, like Joseph, today I was close to God. As Catholic Christians, we receive our blessed Lord in the sacrament. Everything that is written in sacred scripture is made possible for us. We listen, we practice, we fail, and we keep going. Perhaps, 
like Mr. Wilson, our Anglican friend. Grab your wife's hand at the end of the day and contemplate Jesus at the right hand of the Father. I have spent the last four days in seven different airports with long layovers because everybody's traveling now. And it struck me these two powerful reflections. One I noticed a lot, fathers holding their babies, tending to their babies, trying to stop their babies to stop crying, (laughs) right? The beauty of fatherhood was revealed to me in those seven airports, particularly on last, was it last night, the night before, in Denver. There were just so many of them. And then the other one is the liturgy. If we live the liturgy very well, then it follows we will be good dads and good moms and good people. The source and summit of the Christian life is the most holy Eucharist. Rejoicing in this incomparable gift of God, we praise the Father now and pray. For the Church, the Body of Christ, that we will deepen our devotion to the Eucharistic sacrifice, which gives life to the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, That the redemptive power of Christ's Eucharistic sacrifice will extend to the hearts and minds of all those who govern. We pray to the Lord. that the graces of the Holy Eucharist will inspire an increase in vocations to the priesthood. We pray to the Lord. For blessings on all fathers and their families on this Father Day, and that the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist will strengthen all marriages and families. We pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for all fathers. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God, in his mercy, will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, the gift of the Eucharist blesses us with the presence for which every human heart longs. By partaking in the, in the Holy Eucharist, let us become more perfectly the body of Christ. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.